Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Matcha Diaries, the podcast where we help each other navigate through our 20s and usually focus on self-care, growth, navigating so many aspects of life like friendships, relationships, even very important social topics and just so much more. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are and that you're taking some time today to do something nice for yourself. I do appreciate that it's quite late on a Wednesday. We have had a very busy week, but we did not want to upload tomorrow, so we hope you had a nice day today. So in this week's episode, we are talking about all things confidence, answering questions like, why is it such an attractive feature in people? Why does it consume such a big part of our lives? We asked our friends over on Instagram a couple of questions and got to really dive into the shared experiences in our lives where we wish we were more confident. And it's just, it's crazy to see how actually how similar a lot of our experiences are when it comes to areas we wish we were more confident. We dive into the root causes when it comes to lacking confidence and how important it is to shift our mindset to self-acceptance. We then share some pieces of advice on how to gain confidence in specific areas like work, standing up for yourself and your beliefs, and even meeting new people. We really hope you enjoy this episode and that you have a lovely day, evening, morning, whatever whatever time you're listening to this episode. with a normal episode again this week yeah are you excited for this one I'm actually really <laughs> excited about this one I feel like this one's kind of been a long time coming and a lot of other episodes have kind of linked to this topic yeah but we haven't explicitly talked about confidence for like one dedicated episode yeah and also this is a weird episode for us because we're literally recording in our lunchtime at work <laughs> so it's gonna be a yeah we wanted to we were meant to record this last night but we ended up just calling at like 10 p.m and i think we just needed a general catch-up yeah we hadn't like phone called for a while yeah we, so. we didn't want it to be an awkward oh okay hi haven't spoken to you in a week let's just record the episode <laughs> we needed to personally catch up so um sacrifices were made <laughs> and here we are today <laughs> But also, I'm feeling way more awake now. I'm feeling Same. fully ready to get into this episode. Same. And I love this topic as well. I feel like it's so important and like relevant to every single person's life. And I mean, we're only so young. I mean, I'm 23. You're even younger. Mm. And I feel like I've already had such a journey with confidence. And I can't wait to see like how much more I can grow with it over yeah. the next few years. Because I do feel like it's something that like you build up over time. Yeah, and then you grow, it's like there's so many different areas. You could be really confident in one thing and then yeah. a new phase in your life comes in and you're like, oh, you start. You, you just have to start from the beginning and then build from that, so. No, exactly. So much to talk Okay, about. but before we dive too much into <laughs> it, do you want to go through your highs and lows of this week? Yeah, so lows, I guess lows would just be what's been going on as the as we mentioned in the previous episode. And yeah. just, I mean, like, I like sharing the content and interacting with it because it's so important. But at the same time, it is a bit, like, tiring um, to look at constantly. So it's just a bit hard. So yeah. I was telling Leo yesterday that I've been trying to get off my phone because it's just too much. But my high is that my sisters are coming this Friday to spend nine days with me. Oh my gosh! Which is insane because the last time I saw my older sister was... 
See, I would say twenty twenty, like January twenty twenty, but it do- it feels like it was, it was like six days, after it turned twenty twenty. So I I might as well say yeah. I haven't seen her since two thousand nineteen. You know, <laughs> which yeah. is insane. So yeah, I'm really excited. Fifty one and a half years. Yeah, so so far That's away. That's insane. Um, but I have a lot of things planned, which I'm excited about. I'm Aww. I'm gonna try and make it an eventful stay. You know, I don't want it to be like us seeing each other and just sitting at home and like not doing yeah anything. okay so what have you got planned oh i'm oh i hope they don't listen to this because i'm like planning <laughs> it's a surprise but <laughs> we're gonna do um i'm gonna take them to go mini golfing one day just to have like a fun day Aww. you should go in london you should go to this place called swing as it's like crazy golf and it's really yeah fun. it's beautiful inside. okay send me the details because yeah. i actually don't know where we're going yet. i will do uh and then i saw this thing where it's like it's like a floating cinema, so you sit in these like boats. It's in London. You sit in these like what? Oh my god! Okay, send me the link. Okay, I will do. <laughs> well, I think that would be so cool. Either that or like a drive-in cinema, but it's like something like that because I think that would be fun. Oh my god! I love the idea of that. Yeah, and then what? I think we're just going out for dinner a couple of times, just enjoying being able to actually sit in pubs and sit in restaurants. Yeah. So yeah, just like spending time with them, it'll be nice. I'm excited. What are your highs and lows? My high of this week is just. Link to the journal prompt that I was doing this morning. So I've started again doing like the unjaded reset challenge. She's doing it again for two weeks. And I feel like I, this came at like the perfect time. I was talking to Cara about this yesterday, how I feel like I really needed like a reboost in like just getting back into my groove of like daily habits and everything. So I'm back to daily journaling and hopefully daily meditating. Um, so this morning's journal prompt was, uh, writing down like a list, writing down three people of your life that you're grateful for and sort of thinking about why you're grateful for them. And I don't know, I feel like just reflecting on it and writing it down, first of all, obviously made me cry because yeah. I'm me and I wouldn't be if I wasn't <laughs> crying about how much I love the people in my life. Like, <laughs> but also... I feel like it kind of like encapsulates the mood that I've just been feeling in general, just like lots of gratitude for like the amazing people that are in my life. And just like, I've been feeling very appreciative of like the time that I'm getting to spend with people in real life, but also then like virtually, you know, like knowing that I'm not spending time with my parents in person at the moment, but I was obviously writing about them in my journal prompt this morning. And I just was reflecting on like how grateful and lucky I am to have them as like my role models in life and just how much love they've always shown me and one of the people on my list (laughs) was obviously Kara what a surprise what (laughs) (laughs) I thought Kara you can always edit this out if this is too cringy but I thought I just read out the mini passage I wrote about oh, you. Oh, because you, cause you actually like sent me the pictures of what she wrote about her mom and dad. And I was like, wait, <laughs> you said you wrote about me. Why can't I see it? But, oh, <laughs> Like, <laughs> grateful for Cara being shit. No. <laughs> I was like, she's lying. She said she wrote about me, but fuck off. She did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm ready, I'm ready. I, I'll read it to you. I mean, my writing skills aren't great, so please don't judge me for my um, shit journalism. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I said, Kara, um, grateful to her for being the most loving and supportive friend. The one who now feels more like a sister than a friend. The one who I admire so much and that when she doesn't condemn me, I start to believe that maybe my actions are forgivable after all. For allowing me the space to make mistakes, grow and develop each and every day. 
for making me feel safe in a friendship, for wholesome, energising conversations and showing me true compassion, for making me feel supported and grateful for any moment in her company. I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fucking sweet. (laughs) Leo. Oh. Yeah, so. And um, one of the sentences as well in the, like, the journal prompt was like I'll, I dare you to share it or like to share Aww. with the people that you're grateful for as well so that made yeah. my day grateful for you Cara you make me feel <laughs> you make me sound like such a nice friend which is nice to well you <laughs> are it's nice to hear oh <laughs> wow you saw the truth that actually made me so emotional thanks thanks for saying that <laughs> wow I'm so um what's the word flabbergasted is that a word <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, speaking of tears, my low of this week, <laughs> in a similar vein, is um, yesterday I went to dinner with my current flatmate, Ellie, who people who have listened to the episode will know her from, mm-hmm. and also a friend of Ellie's, and I don't know, it just made me realise that, like, my chapter of living with her is going to come to an end soon, and in general, it's just, like, a massive chapter of my life. I don't even know if I've talked about this on the podcast. I'm moving. Um, <laughs> yeah, no one knows. <laughs> at the moment, I live in <laughs> I live in the outskirts of London, like, about, like, half an hour away by train, and I'm moving to the inside of London, which is very exciting, but it does mean that I'm going to, first of all, be moving from the place I've lived in for, like, the last two years, And it's also like so many changes have happened in this flat. Like I started my first ever job here. I moved, when I moved in here, I was living with my ex at the time. (laughs) So I kind of, I became like single in this flat. Like I kind of discovered, rediscovered like myself here. Obviously I met Ellie, like I would have never met Ellie if it wasn't for, for living here. And yeah, I just, I'll, I'll miss her loads. I can't imagine not living with her. So it's just, I think I want to appreciate as much time as I can get with her and, I know that these events just, they, they creep up so fast, yeah. don't they? I mean, I feel like the move was always so far away and now it's literally in less than three weeks. It's absolutely crazy. I'm moving on like the 12th of June. so That is insane. Yeah, It's something we never think about. I feel like with our, I don't know if it's our generation or just like, just being young, we keep moving around. Like we don't stay in one place for so long. Mm-hmm. So like even at uni living at three different places in, in three years and then living here and you atta- like at least I do I attach so many memories to places and it's just it's so Me crazy too. that you have like so many firsts and like so many memories and then you just leave and you can never go into that place again I, I find it such an odd an odd thing but I guess that's why I also like childhood your childhood home like it's always that it's always hard to say goodbye to it because it even though it's materialistic like it still means so much to you so yeah and I feel like it's so weird because I think we spend so much time or I spend so much time like looking forward to like new big things or like Mm. changes and exciting things in the future that like it's almost like sometimes I forget to like take the time to stop and reflect on okay what does it mean I'm kind of leaving behind or what does it mean that is now going to come to an end through it it was the same with uni you know like being so excited for starting my job and being so excited to be postgrad and moving to London but then you know, needing to take that space to, like, be like, wow, like, what the hell happened the last three years? Like, getting the chance to actually pause and reflect on all the amazing things that happened and, like, everything that, like, I learned through the experience and I want to, I want to do that a bit more actively, like, with, with leaving this, this place and this flat because, like, I always forget to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always like, oh my god, now it's over and I didn't even, 
like fully take the time to take everything in and enjoy I mean, even life if it the is, last few moments. Yeah, even if it is like just acknowledging like, oh, this is our, our last dinner together here. Like even saying it out yeah. loud, I always feel like that helps. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's going to be such an emotional... It does emotional... make me sad. Like, yeah. I actually will. I'm going to have to do my best not to cry. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be fine. I'll be journaling about it on the day, like in floods of tears. I already know. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> We wanted, as we mentioned or alluded to earlier, we wanted to talk about self-love and self-confidence. And before we get into it, we want to talk about why it's so important. And like we did a little bit of research as well. So wh- whatever we say that sounds really smart in this episode, it's, it's from a bunch of resources we found <laughs> online. It's all fake. Yeah, it's not <laughs> us. <laughs> but yeah, so self-confidence is linked to every element involved in living a happy and fulfilling life. And there is a correlation between having greater confidence and less anxiety, which I think just, it makes sense because when you're more confident, you're not really worrying. I feel like we've all had it. I feel like when when you're feeling more anxious, you're naturally going to feel less confident in yourself. It's kind of those two like go hand in hand. Yeah. Confidence is really connected to believing in yourself and accepting yourself for who you are. Um, And in doing so, you're more likely to have a more successful future and like more successful relationships and just be happier um and I think a lot of people strive for confidence and it's I feel like it's also such an attractive or people think it's such an attractive feature in someone because it genuinely is I feel like you can automatically tell when somebody's feeling confident in themselves and when they're just feeling like 100% when they're acting aligned to their values and morals and like just feeling happy and confident in themselves it just shines through yeah and I feel like people are attracted to that as well mm. like I think there's nothing more attractive and and drawing me into people than people being just confident in themselves and acting true to who they are it is very attractive <laughs> when I was like looking into this topic I kept confusing self-confidence and self-esteem I don't know why I just to me they're very similar mm. things and so I thought it would be good to kind of distinguish between the two So self-esteem refers to a person's overall sense of his or her value or worth. And it's kind of a measure of how much a person values and approves and appreciates themselves. Whereas confidence, it comes from the Latin word to trust. And it's about your trust in yourself and your ability to deal with challenges in life and solve problems. And then just like engage, engage with those successfully with the world. I also found another definition on psychology today my favorite resource um (laughs) about confidence i actually liked it it was um confidence is a belief in oneself the conviction that one has the ability to meet life's challenges and to succeed and the willingness to act accordingly being confident requires a realistic sense of one's capabilities and feeling secure in that knowledge projecting confidence helps people gain credibility make a strong first impression deal with pressure and tackle personal and professional challenges it's also an attractive trait as confidence helps put others at ease. And I actually think, yeah, because we were talking about attractiveness, that's so true. It's because, you know, I think other people feel less on edge if they can tell that the other person's yeah. confident in their skin. And it's also interesting because I was reading about like why confidence is even important. And I read that 
it is this like it actually makes us feel ready for life's experiences so when people are confident then they're more likely to actually move forward with people and opportunities instead of backing away from them Mm -hmm. and then if things happen to not work out then it's confidence that helps us try again and so it's then the opposite if our confidence is low then we're like we're less likely to go with these opportunities or go again because we feel like yeah you know we don't we don't have that like inherent like self-belief and um at this point I feel like it's also important to know like if you're listening to this and just feel like oh well I don't feel like I have high self-esteem I don't feel like I have high self-confidence because we did do a poll on our Instagram and I think I don't remember the exact percentage but it was definitely like more people feeling less confident in themselves versus more confident 71% of the listeners well listeners on Instagram said that they didn't feel really confident so which is, yeah, which is so sad. But I feel like then that's why I think it's relevant to note at this point that confidence isn't like an innate fixed characteristic. And yeah. instead it's like an ability that can actually be acquired and improved over time. Nobody is just is just born with confidence. And I think so many things in your life can happen and can, can occur that for some reason you don't feel inherently confident at this point in your life but it doesn't mean that you're not going to be confident in the future that is so true and and also like Kara said at the beginning like confidence isn't all encompassing like you can have high confidence in some areas and then have low confidence in others so because there's so many different areas right there's like appearance there's work there's your mind there's social interactions like confidence encompasses so many different areas yeah just maybe to give an example for people so they can relate to it because you were like you know you could be confident and then not be confident and then be confident again I had that experience in school where I used to be always a kid that would love to do presentations first I used to be like yeah me me like Mm -hmm. I used to be I used to love presenting and I don't know why and then I had this fucking weirdo (laughs) and then I had this one one bad experience where I was presenting and then the principal walked in uh, in our classroom in the middle of me speaking I just didn't expect him to be to be watching our presentation and so halfway through I was yeah my presentation I literally just like lost my train of thought and it was probably like five seconds but to me I was like shit I messed up and I felt so embarrassed that day and for like years after that I had a phobia of presenting because because of that one bad experience I just thought oh every time I go up I'm gonna have that you know that moment where I where you know you just forget what you're yeah what you're going to say like and it was to the point where I used to fake being sick to like get out of presenting like that's how bad it was oh my gosh and and it got to the point where I was worried I was like fuck like if I can't present, how am I ever going to get a job? Because you need to have presentation skills with every job that you're doing. Like, it is really important. But the example now is I didn't define myself as, like, the person that's crap at presenting. Mm. And I just had to trust myself that over time I'll just get more, I'll, like, gain that confidence back just through experience and actually just putting myself out there. Yeah. So, yeah, if you are feeling like you're not confident in one area right now, I guess let this be an example of, yeah, but you can, like, if you push yourself and, and like, you will gain that belief back in yourself. So for, for your example, specifically with presenting, because I feel like that's actually a really common, like, fear or yeah, area it's where a people big... don't feel that confident, mm. like, public speaking. Like, how did you approach it? Did you just, was it just, like, exposure to situations where you had to just present, so you had to put yourself out there? Or how do you yeah, feel like it you was, built that confidence? It was honestly just just doing it as much as I could Aww. and like forcing myself to stop you getting excuses 
And it's it's mainly because, okay, I had the bad bad presentation, then I did did another one, it went well, you do another one, it goes it goes good, then you realize, oh, it isn't a re- reoccurring thing that you're crap, it's just, it was that just one thing where someone walked in and you didn't expect to come in, so. Yeah, it goes back to like developing that trust in yourself, right? Trust that you can do things, and yeah. that's going to be based on experience, and you putting yourself in those situations where you can prove to yourself that you can handle certain emotions yeah and even like starting the podcast with you i I did have that thing where i was like fuck can i speak for one hour a week and and like feel confident with what i'm saying because i didn't even i never used to voice note leo because i always used to feel like i just lose my my train of thought but even doing this has kind of helped because i'm I'm just like forcing myself to talk. That's so funny. You went from not wanting to do voice notes to putting yourself out there like <laughs> one hour. Now week. I'm like the whole <laughs> world is going to listen to me speak. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a journey! What an evolution! I know. Now, now you can't get me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I love We asked people on Instagram the question, in what ways do you wish you were more confident? Because I guess we were just curious to see maybe if a lot of people experience the same thoughts Mm -hmm. when it comes to confidence. And I can quickly share some of them. There's confidence with confrontation. Confident that I'm smart and my opinions matter. Confident in my work. Confident personality-wise. So feeling like I'm boring and annoying, which is really horrible to think about. You're not. Whoever wrote this, you're not boring and you're not annoying. Um, Definitely not. And then confidence with my appearances, with making new friends and meeting new people. Confidence when it comes to standing up for myself and believing in my capabilities. Uh, Talking to others and not being afraid to say something. Setting boundaries and speaking up when people are disrespectful. And confidence when it comes to not caring too much about what other people think. So when I was just like going through these and writing them down, I realized that things like fear of confrontation and fear of speaking up and being afraid to say something and just caring... All of these link to being afraid of being judged. And I think at the core, that stems from us validating ourselves and our self-worth by how others view us and through the acceptance of others, which again, is normal. It's not like one, you know, everyone does that. And I guess I kind of wanted to dive into why, why we do that. Like, why do we care so much what others think of us? And so this is a, a massive socially mistaken belief. It's this idea that what others think of us actually matters. And it has primal evolutionary roots. And this goes back to our instincts of, oh, you know, we need we need to be involved to survive or we need to be liked to survive. But now that has shifted from that survival instinct to now just a social importance that now blocks our ability to accept ourselves. I think it's crazy because I was also reading up on this and... To be liked by others literally used to be needed for survival. So, and that's also why rejection actually physically hurts us. So it's been proven that rejection activates the same areas in our brain as physical pain. And it's because back um, in like hunter-gatherer times, if you were rejected by Mm. people, then you died. Like you couldn't survive on your own. So you needed the people closest to you. So that's also actually why you know, most people have this like herd mentality and often like would follow along with a pack or exactly want, you know, want people to validate them or be accepted instead of like just being confident in yourselves as like an individual and like taking individual charge of like your life and your actions. It's almost like our brain and instincts haven't quite caught up to like modern life as it is. Yeah, which is so interesting, I think. And this, this whole like need for acceptance 
and this like the fact that it takes over our thoughts and our feelings and how we act and stuff it it eventually takes over our confidence with ourselves like how are we going to meet these expectations of others and the approvals of others this need for approval ends up being driven by like self criticism and, and negative self-talk and so like when I was looking back at the exact at the examples that people were saying like ways they think they were more confident I was just picturing like conversations I've had myself like I, I've had with myself it's like if I confront someone and I have a different view they might think badly of me or if I don't talk enough at the party they might think I'm weird or if I don't put makeup they might don't they might think I don't try hard enough or if I don't work after hours they might not think I want this as bad as others do so all these like you're like doubting yourself because you want others to think something like good of you and I think that just having that mindset makes confidence such an important thing but also I guess even harder to pursue because we care so much what others think the thing is I feel like yeah if you put somebody else's thoughts about you before even your own thoughts about you you're never gonna be achieving that sort of inherent sense of confidence like you need to I feel like like shift your perspective on it all and I think it's similar to dating right just shifting that perspective of like oh I want them to like me like will they date will they like me yeah to will I like them like am I even yes am I approving of them and 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 their values and like would I even want to date them versus like you know always thinking about it as like oh are they accepting of me and I think it goes in like all sort of all kind of scenarios I think you can you can just shift your mindset in that because I think exactly you can just reframe those sentences right like Mm. reframe and I because I actually think that it's never going to be as bad as you perceive it that way like the thing of like for example if I'm if I don't talk too much at a party like they people might think I'm weird everybody's so in their own heads they're not going to be thinking about you specifically at all yeah you know and it's almost like you're inhibiting yourself by overthinking how much you're going to be talking (laughs) like you're you're going to stop yourself from actually just speaking when you want to speak and being quiet when you want to be quiet yeah because I don't know it's also like just going with your gut instinct and just being true to who you are yeah and even with the, the with the confrontation thing like oh if I if I say something that I know they might not agree with would you rather not speak your own truth and have someone else like you like yeah. shouldn't the focus be no I don't want to not be myself today I want to say what I truly believe in and what I'm truly passionate about so so it is about changing that yeah. that mindset of like so self-accept acceptance it comes from recognizing that we are enough and, and we don't need to be looking outside for all these like external validations because at the end of the day like who really is going to be with you at the end of the day yourself <laughs> so yeah no, and that's so true with confrontation because that's one area that I definitely struggle with but then I always do have to remind myself of okay if I'm not going to in that moment you know confront somebody or, or stand up for my beliefs and then not be true to and I feel like I don't have that problem with like standing up for my beliefs because I do feel like I'm quite vocal when it yeah, comes you to are. like I don't know social issues or general like beliefs in that sense but confronting other people I definitely struggle with but I'm always like well if they then if they then liked you because you were quiet in a certain moment or agreeing with them in a certain moment then they don't actually like you or appreciate for who you are because then you've like shut down that actually true part of you right yeah. or, like not even giving them the chance to accept you for who you really are mm-hmm. or like listen to your point of view so you're almost like not giving them credit and not giving you credit at the same time yeah they're liking a version of you that you're portraying to them and not actually you so yeah should we then go straight into maybe some of our advice about like how to 
how to start building that confidence. Yeah. So I think the first thing I think we should talk about is, I guess, I mean, we were saying it before that it all comes down to like self-acceptance first. And we have best ways to practice self-love because I think that's the best way to gain self-acceptance. And we, I feel like we say this a thousand times, but it's like start your day with affirmations and gratitudes because you just get to wake up that morning and, and think, okay, I am good enough. I am strong enough. My opinion's matter my thoughts are valid yeah I feel like what always helps me is like reminding myself of why I wouldn't want to be anyone else other than me yeah and I want to challenge you listening to pause this episode or straight after this episode write down five things (laughs) that you like about yourself or just think about five things that you like about yourself (laughs) do it I was gonna say pause it but come back please Don't go for too long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then something I wrote, which is also like self promo, is understand or understand comparison culture, because then it, you you feel less bad about comparing yourself to others. Because I think we didn't really mention this in, in our comparison episode, but when we are comparing ourselves to others, yeah, it makes us like doubt ourselves. But that like without realizing it, our confidence is instantly dropped. Because I mean, and it depends on what like upward or downward comparison. Mm. But that's so that's why it's so important to realize, oh, okay, I am comparing myself to that person doesn't mean I'm not as good as them. But like if you're comparing yours, if it's upward comparison, you take what those like traits that you like in the other person and then you use that as like a way to then improve yourself rather than shit talk yourself, you know? Yeah. Another one I do want to say is learn to say no, because then you're choosing to do something or choosing to say something because of your own belief. And I think like the main thing that I want to do and continue to do and I think that would make me more confident is stop people pleasing because if I'm people pleasing just for others to like me then I then I feel like I'm not even confident in myself because I'm like I'm doing this only because I want someone else to like me yeah then you're just like constantly and then you don't even end up being happy with what you're doing or what you're saying so and I feel like this is a big thing for me with with people pleasing and I've had it a lot in dating where I feel like I've ended up people pleasing in dating scenarios, even in like more serious relationships. So kind of going along with things or or doing things, even though I didn't really truly want to, but it ends up not being beneficial to either party. Like it makes, it doesn't make me feel good because I know that some things, there's kind of that disconnect between what I truly know deep down that I want and and then what I do, because I think it's going to make them happy or I think it's going to make them like me more. I think it's going to make the situation easier in that specific moment. But then at the end of the day, it's also not going to help that other person because it makes me resent the situation in the long run. So I think that's like one of the biggest thing that I'm trying to really shift is learning to like become more in tune with like my gut instinct and then proving to myself that I can say no and I can stand up for myself in those certain situations. And it's learning from those experiences that Oh, actually, nothing bad happens when you do it. Yeah. Like, people respect you standing up for yourself. Like, people, decent people, so hopefully <laughs> you're surrounded by decent people, you know, will will accept and appreciate you setting your boundaries. And most of the time, it's yeah. you more than anything overthinking it and overthinking what their reactions could be. But, and I think it's, again, just putting yourself in those situations and pushing yourself out of that comfort zone yeah. to... To prove to yourself you can do it and you can handle whatever the outcome of that situation is. And I, I like how you said decent people. And I think that is also something important mm. to realize is um, like regardless how regardless of how you act, what you say, if you try to be the perfect person, no matter what you do, there will be people in the world that like you and then people that don't like you. Yeah. So I feel like it's important 
and this is something and we're not preaching this like we, we both aren't the most confident people and we, we we take on these lessons as well but but I guess something I want to teach myself or like to follow is that I need to stop living my life focusing on like what others think of me and that like fear that one person I don't know if you if you feel this but if I know someone doesn't really like me or I can like feel that negative vibe I spend so much time and energy wanting that person to like me and then it's just a waste of time and then you actually just feel more crap about yourself yeah no I know what you it's mean. just better to be like okay this person doesn't align with me they don't like me it's fine <laughs> there's other people that I get on with and just like it's okay it's okay not to be liked yeah it's fine I think maybe it almost just like I think it's probably a red flag if you're just like universally liked by every single person that you ever come across because it <laughs> probably means that you're going to be like subconsciously adapting yourself to just every single person you meet yeah whereas potentially you know if you're just true to yourself and true in speaking every single emotion you're probably mm. not going to align with every single person that comes across your path yeah but and I guess there I is that's fine and there is the the other side of it if you're hated by everyone then like Mm, question <laughs> question why <Maybe> reflect <laughs> yeah mm, take a minute <laughs> <laughs> how are you acting towards other people yeah yeah is i yeah. mean there's there is like a fine line between as well like narcissism and like overconfidence and just being self-confident and i feel like a lot of the time people mistake confidence for for that like overconfidence or narcissism which i think are completely different things like i think you being confident in yourself is not arrogance it's not you know you thinking you're better than others like yeah. it's almost the opposite it's like you i feel like people that are confident in themselves almost can see more beauty in other people as well because they realize that it's not detracting from their own so i actually think that like being confident so in true. yourself is makes you a better person like makes you a better friend versus like more self-involved or like self-obsessed yeah i think confident people make you feel comfortable in their presence yeah so then you know and i don't and i think cocky people don't necessarily do that you know because it's then just like no you know being I, I maybe cocky is a weird word as well but like it's just self-obsessed like people don't make you necessarily feel comf comfortable in their presence do they no not at all and i don't even think that like narcissism necessarily stems from a place of true confidence i just wanted to say that um, realizing that like you're inherently worthy is really important and like knowing that you can handle the emotional outcome of whatever you'll face I read that it can be really helpful to just begin by like acknowledging every emotion that you have and including those like difficult emotions rather than avoiding them and I read some tips on my beautiful website of psychology today, which I actually found really helpful. So I hadn't, I, I thought I'd share them. I'll try and keep it short because I know that we're babbling on. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the first one is what we talked about as well, like reframing those negative thoughts. So if we're having like super catastrophic thoughts of like, oh, this will never work or people will hate me, then like replacing it with something more realistic, such as like, if I work hard, I'm going to improve my chances of success yeah. or you know, if I'm myself, then people will respond well to me, you know, something like that. And then also creating realistic goals. So and then every goal that you achieve will then give you more confidence back in like your own ability to be successful. And then that will actually help you identify like which goals aren't challenging enough, like where can you push yourself more and then which ones were maybe like too unrealistically ambitious. Yeah. 
And same along those lines, like also setting yourself up for success. So it's probably going to be really hard to sort of stay mentally strong and ex- succeeding in those goals if you're like have in your environment you have loads and loads of temptations every day so you should also like try and make life a little bit easier for you and like modifying your environment in that way so for example if one of your goals is like to I don't know wake up earlier or to I don't know feel feel more confident in like the way the way you look or at parties or something like that I feel like for me personally really helps if I've taken some time to like get ready or you know like put some time into like wearing things that make me feel really comfortable and like I know that kind of like reflect who I am or if it's like waking up early you know maybe don't do what I did last night and watch rom-com till 2am you know and (laughs) if you want to move your body like already set out your clothes and just make it like that little bit easier to to prove to yourself that you can achieve something I think that's really good advice and then also with what you were talking about like public speaking Mm -hmm. I think we need to tolerate discomfort for realizing that there's going to be that like greater purpose so whether that is like sitting with like uncomfortable emotions for a longer time to like be able to actually work through them or going to that social event that you're scared of, or speaking up in that meeting, like, it's gonna be super uncomfortable in that moment. Yeah. But it's gonna all, like, work up to that greater purpose at the end of the day, and it's gonna make you feel proud of yourself, and, again, have that, like, tick off your list of, like, I did that, I survived, like, I can do it again. And the last point I wanted to make is just, like, yeah, proving yourself wrong. So next time that you have that thought of, like, I can't do this, then prove yourself wrong. You know, you're more capable than you give yourself credit for. So make it that habit of, like, consistently doing something that you think you can't do so that you're proving yourself wrong over time. And then over time, your brain, because it's obviously learning, will stop underestimating your own potential and kind of catch up to reality. Yeah, I guess that's what happened with me then. It's just like I proved mm-hmm. myself that actually I can do it. Exactly. Yeah. That's so interesting. And that that one experience didn't define anything. Exactly. And it didn't mean anything. It was a two five seconds in your entire life. <laughs> that probably nobody else even noticed. I know. If I if I go back and ask anyone in that classroom if they remember it, no one will. But it's just me. I would. Oh, they definitely would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Based on what people said, they wish they were more confident on. I, I took a bit of notes on like some areas I, I know I do in my life to try help me. So confidence at work. I love the fake it till you make it thing because I honestly think it is so important and that's how, that is how yeah at an interview let's say that for a job or like your first meeting or your first presentation no one no, you're like you you will never be 100% certain that you will do the best that you want to do but you need to show others that you have that belief in yourself so fake it like fake it till you make it I preach that all the time and then something else is body language and power poses I I will try find the link for it, but uh, there is like a specific kind of like superhuman um, power pose that you can do before presentations or interviews or like important things that actually like it's been proven to make you more confident. And it's because you're standing with like your shoulders out and you're broad and you're high and it, it tricks your brain into thinking that you are more confident. Yeah, please send the link. That sounds interesting. Yeah, my sister told it to me before one of my job interviews and I, it actually did help. So, um, Aww. Yeah, and then for work as well, know that obstacles and failures don't take away from your growth, right? I messed up last week at work, but I didn't dwell on it, you know? I'm like, okay, it's a learning process. I'm confident that now I messed up, and it's fine. I'm going to take that, I wouldn't call it failure. I'll take that mistake, and I'll learn from it. I won't do it again. But don't let that one mistake define you, because there's literally no point. I guess my last thing for the work is, is 
Lack of confidence is most of the time a result of past experiences that make you lose trust in yourself. So, unlike the presentation example of mine, let go of the past because dwelling on it will only hold you back. So just take the experience, learn from it, and move forward. In terms of confidence with making friends, I liked what you were saying, Leo, with that like it will be uncomfortable, but the outcomes are worth that uncomfort uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. And because I find that at least me with social settings with meeting strangers, I'm always not uncomfortable, but there is that like, oh, what can I say? How do I want to portray myself? It's like you feel like you can't 100 percent be you. And I guess for the people that do have confidence issues with making friends, first of all, know that you're not alone. Like these feelings of discomfort are natural because you're not gonna go and meet a stranger and be yourself completely but go through that and be uncomfortable but then once you get to know the person and it does feel natural it becomes worth it because then you know you have a friend afterwards yeah I feel like it's also realizing that everybody has the same insecurities or very similar insecurities going into social situations and it's just at the end of the day we're all just looking for connection yeah and I also think that vulnerability attracts vulnerability like I say this so often and I feel like the podcast has really made me realize it because I don't think I was as vulnerable and open with friendships before then before even starting the podcast I feel like almost just like being open on the internet has kind of helped me now do that in my real life from the get-go so and I think you just make way better connections even if you first meet somebody and you're just like just actually being open and yourself I don't think that has to be like a time limit of like oh I need to know somebody for a specific amount of time before I can truly be honest on myself because I do think that people see through you if you're not being fully yourself you kind of you can automatically tell there's only one other thing that I wanted to say about confidence at work as well I think it's really helpful to realize that you're the only person who has your unique experience skill set and point of view so you are uniquely qualified to share it and nobody else is able to offer your perspective so don't be shy to voice it in that moment and yeah I feel like that's that goes along with like there's a reason why you're there. Like you deserve to be in that room, in that meeting room, in in that hall, wherever you are, you know. And you wouldn't be there if people weren't interested in your opinions and exactly. weren't qualified to, to speak up. They chose you to be in that room. They wanted you there. So yeah. they want to hear your thoughts. They want to hear what you have to say. In terms of confidence with appearance, I feel like this is such a big topic that it would, it would I guess, be unfair for us to just say like two comments on it. So, um yeah. Maybe if you want to listen to our body image episodes, we have quite a few, so you can go back um, to that. But also let us know if you want uh, to hear maybe a whole episode on like how to be more confident with your appearance, because that could be good. I agree. I think it's this topic is too big for us to just like brush it off as like one little comment or like three helpful tips, because I think appearance does like bleed into so many areas of confidence, even in like social settings. But mm-hmm. I do think that one thing I wanted to say was that it's helpful to realize that nobody else is noticing the flaws that you're picking apart. Like other people are seeing your full picture. They're seeing the way you're smiling at things, the way like your eyes are lighting up at at the sight of something, the way you're, you know, speaking passionately about a topic. They're seeing the whole you and, and they're seeing your character interact with, you know, your, the way you speak about topics, the way, you know, you're, you hold yourself, whereas, like, you're often only focusing on the little details that you perceive as, like, those flaws and imperfections, and also, when it comes to comparison, just because other people are beautiful, and I think we've already said this before, but that never takes away from your own beauty. The last thing I want to mention is, um, because we also asked maybe our listeners if they did have any advice they'd like to share, 
and we got a few, which I guess we've kind of also said, so it would be good, to, I guess, to just sum up the episode. And the first one is, start by talking to yourself the way you talk to your best friend, which I think is so sweet. Try it once. Do something out of your comfort zone. What is the worst that could happen? Hype yourself up in the mirror. Love that. This goes in with like... I actually love that. I don't think I've ever really done that. Oh, I've done it. It's so funny. (laughs) And then the last thing, which I think is a good way to just end off this episode is all that matters is how you feel about yourself and not what others think of you. So just always remember that whenever you do something and say something. But yeah, this was a fun episode to record. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it um and let us know your thoughts if you want to you can follow us on the instagram at the matcha diaries where we post updates and just share some insights into our life and give some hints on what the next episode is going to be about so make sure you look out for that and we both hope you have a lovely day a lovely wednesday bye bye guys